On today's show, I'm going to tell you why thinking about life as a mixed bag, as 50-50, might be a useful thought experiment for you to try and how to do it. Welcome to Not Your Mama's Midlife Podcast with Stephanie Lee. On this show, we're going to talk about the experiences of high-achieving women and men across industries and lifestyles who are at about the midpoint in their careers and are no longer satisfied to let their lives happen to them. Together, we're going to purposefully create the second half of our lives by addressing burnout and overwork, getting clarity on how we're creating our experience of our lives, how we are conspiring to keep ourselves stuck identifying and articulating what it is that we really want for the second half of our lives and identifying a plan to achieve it. Beginning with episode 17, I started a few short and sweet episodes designed to give you some basic tools for your toolkit. Understanding that many of you are ending the fiscal year or simply rolling straight into a busy holiday season and could use just a quick take to make life a little bit easier. In episode 17, we talked about how change is an inside job. And on episode 18, we talked about being kind to yourself. Today on episode 19, I'm going to ask you this. What if you just decided that life was going to be roughly a 50-50 mix of good and bad most of the time. The world that we live in today is a mixture of incredible, staggering beauty and gut-wrenching pain. It has both. So do our lives. We think that we should be striving to be happy all the time. We've been told by culture and by what's socially appropriate that that's what we should be doing that that's what we should expect from our lives. And perhaps some of you, as you think about what you want for the second half of your life, you think that you can engineer the second half so that you're happy all the time. Except, of course, when big things happen, tragedies, whatever. That would be the exception. But basically, you're happy all the time. You actually can't design yourself out of a 50-50 life. We see other people's curated lives on social media, and they appear to be happy all the time. But do you truly know anyone, not just someone you see on social media or someone you watch from afar, do you know anyone whose life is not touched by both sadness and happiness? Of course not. So what if you decided that life was going to be a roughly 50-50 mix of good and bad most of the time? So much of our unhappiness is caused by thinking we should be happy all of the time. And this sets us up to always be disappointed. So we experience pain, discomfort, displeasure because of what we are thinking about whatever goes wrong. And then we experience a whole second layer of pain because of the thoughts that we have about how it shouldn't have happened. This never should have happened. It's not supposed to be like this. It wasn't supposed to happen this way. One of the most familiar quotes from Byron Katie is when you argue with reality, you lose, but only 100% of the time. At first blush, this idea of life as 50-50 seems like it's asking you to have a really a rather low expectation of life. 
But I would suggest that it actually sets you up to see and accept the bad when it shows up in a good situation without allowing it to spoil the good situation. I had a hard time when I was introduced to this concept, but I just kind of rolled it around in my mind, trying to figure it out and considering whether or not it was something that was helpful to me at all. I was introduced to the concept in 2020 when we were spending time in North Dakota with my mother-in-law who was dying of cancer. Because of this concept, I purposefully looked for the good in what was a terrible situation. And it was there. The time that we got to spend with her. And for me, it was a pleasure to spend those weeks in North Dakota during a time of year when we'd really rarely been there to visit, but was beautiful and green and lush. And I spent time running in town, running in the fields and learning my way around. And that was a pleasure that I could have missed and not paid attention to. In the midst of COVID, where there has been so much loss of life and illness, many people have whispered about just how nice it was to have the family home together, not rushing around, not having the pressure to go, go, go. Seeing life as 50-50 allows us to see that things that happen to us are simply not all good or all bad. For example, I have always really pushed back hard on the idea, the way that we have talked about, quote, children of divorce in our culture. I actually am who I am in many ways, for better or worse, because my parents didn't stay married. That doesn't mean that their divorce wasn't painful for me or for them, but I took on a lot of responsibility early on. I acquired skills that helped me to be where I am professionally and to learn how to manage my time and competing demands. That challenging situation helped create who I am today. This hints, too, at a closely related topic that we're not going to go into fully today, but we will sometime in the future, which is how we grow from adversity. But for today, when you rail about how the bad thing shouldn't be happening, or shouldn't have happened. You miss the blessings or the good things in the midst of it. If you're like me, you're very skeptical of this idea of 50-50, and I totally get that. I would suggest that you try it on just as a thought experiment and see if it's useful for you or not. If it is, great. And if it's not, no worries. So a little bit about how to try it. I would suggest thinking about life as 50-50, good and bad, both in the macro and in the micro. So what do I mean by that? Looking at it in the macro, you can look at your whole life, both at a point in time or across the timeline of your life through the lens of this 50-50. There are parts of my life right now that are great, and there are parts that suck. Thinking about life as 50-50 frees me up to really celebrate what's going well and not paint my life with such a broad brush and think that nothing's going well, because a few things aren't. You can also use it in the micro aspects of life. Apply it to a given day. You had a great cup of coffee. You had a feeling of accomplishment after completing a project. But you have a disappointment for your child who didn't make the soccer team, and you had an argument with your friend. The whole day wasn't a wash, because a portion of it turned out in a way other than you would have hoped. Apply it to relationships. Recognize that your relationship with your partner, your coworker, or your child doesn't have to be A-plus all the time. And it won't be. 
expect the disagreements, squabbles, or differences of opinions will arise, and don't make it a problem when they do. You can use the concept of 50-50 to set expectations for a vacation, an event, or a holiday. Things will be 50-50, and that will be okay. The event, the vacation, the family holiday, it doesn't have to be 100% wonderful the whole time for it to be a great event. You expect that there are going to be times when the siblings aren't going to get along, or an in-law gets their feelings hurt, or plans go awry, flights are canceled, restaurants make you wait, whatever. When our expectations are high, we will always, always, always be disappointed. You set yourself up to look around for the thing that is going to derail the event. We'll have a great time unless you're stealing yourself with hope that nothing bad happens. Nope. You can have a great time and things can go sideways a part of the time. And heads up, as we go into the holidays, they will. You can use the concept of 50-50 to make decisions. You're deciding between two options. You're not looking for a slam dunk. You're recognizing that both options have pluses and both will have drawbacks. Here's an example. Years ago, I was out to dinner with two friends, one that was on the backside of a divorce, and we spent a lot of time over the meal talking about her, where she was in her life. She was struggling with dating. She was struggling with loneliness, all of the things. When she stepped away from the meal, the other friend that we were with She had been married maybe 25 years at the time, and she commented, yes, it is of course hard to go through a divorce, but that in her mind, she observed that divorced people forgot that it's hard to stay married too. And I've thought about that off and on since. We pick our hard. All other things being equal, both staying married and choosing to divorce are hard. They are just simply different kinds of hard. The person who's divorced may be alone for the first time in decades and trying to find her way in the world. She may be getting acquainted with who she is and what she likes and trying new things, both good and lousy. The person who stays married may also have a time of it, going through a series of challenging years with her spouse and hoping that they will get to the other side and growing as a person perhaps through those challenges and experiences. You can use the concept of 50-50 to make you brave about trying something new. So I have a van life fantasy that I've been entertaining lately. And the people who know and love me are all like, yeah, I'm not sure you can sleep in a van. You don't even camp. And no, I don't. And you realize that the showers aren't really showers and don't get me started on the toilet situation. All of those would be great reasons never to even rent a van and go somewhere for the weekend. But if I expect van life to be 50-50 and realize that the other half of it is flexibility and incredible views and being in nature and simplicity and less pressure and relaxation, maybe all of those things, even the toilet situation, aren't reasons not to try it after all. Allow thinking of life as 50-50 to normalize the ups and downs of human life. Of course it's both. For many of you who are perfectionists, this way of thinking can take a load off the pressure to make everything perfect because newsflash, it is not going to be. And it's not ruined 
when it's not. What believing life is a 50-50 experience does not mean, though, is that you should just stay in whatever situation you're in because basically they're all just 50-50. You get to pick your 50-50. Like we talked about above in the context of marriage, one woman might choose the challenge of staying in a marriage and working on it, knowing it will be hard and that will also be rewarding, but that's the 50-50 she chooses. Another woman may choose to leave a marriage, knowing that her journey, too, will be both hard and rewarding as well, but differently so. The same is true of a decision to change your life in some significant way for the second half. Perhaps you're able to see the 50-50 of your professional life, but you're thinking about starting your own business. You can certainly see how it will be rewarding, and it will offer you freedom and the opportunity to be your own boss while also being scary as hell and you'll feel uncertain and all of the responsibility will be on you. You then get to choose from the 50-50 of your current job to the 50-50 of starting your own business. So play around with this concept. See if you find it useful. I would love to know if you do. You can DM me on Instagram at Stephanie Lee Coaching and let me know how it worked for you. Go to stephanieleecoaching.com forward slash episode 19 and find not only the show notes, but a worksheet with some questions to allow you to apply what we talked about above. That's stephanieleecoaching.com forward slash episode 19. The link is also in the description of whatever app you're listening to or watching in. Thank you for sticking with me through the 19th episode of Not Your Mama's Midlife Podcast. And I do hope you'll join me back here on your favorite podcast player for our next episode. We're also over at YouTube in case you like video with your audio. Wherever you listen, please do like and subscribe. Tell your friend. And if you're enjoying it, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps others to find the show. Have a great week, and I can't wait to chat with you again soon. Bye. Bye.